Hello, podcast and monomania. Hope you're having the best day. Before we get into today's show, I want to make everyone aware of the importance of kindness and compassion. Ingenuity and a sense of cooperation are definitely needed at times like this. It's a great time for Neon, especially, but however, many first-time listeners are are unaware of just how deep we've gone. Go into search within the show's listings and hunt around. You'd be super surprised at how many amazing Neon folks we've had on the show to date. And also take a screenshot or DM us. What I mean is let us know what you're hyped about and it may just end up in our next episode. And now today's podcast. Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. Mono Neon, this is Max, and I'm with Craig with Neon Sign of the Times, photographer, uh, social media personality, and really a lot going on online with you. Thanks for coming on our show. Hey, thank you so much for uh, for having me on. I'm grateful to uh, to be here and uh, chatting about Neon. <laughs> yeah, super stoked. I mean, there's a lot of, I have a lot of different guests on the show. Anybody who's listening for a while knows that um, photography is sort of, uh, has been sort of the, the, the keepsake of neon, um, for a long time. These just, a lot of signs have been difficult to a track down, understand the history of. And so, um, I have a soft spot for documentation and, and a lot of people on the show know that is that vintage signs in and around Boston, even the new signs too, are, are kind of original photos are great because they inspire sort of you know, a new generation of, of sign fans, but also they give clues as to, you know, some, maybe some of the, the details of sign making um, people that are now into sign bending and also a very important part of the culture is that they can look back on these pictures and sort of understand what the signs were like or should be like, or when they're, uh, you know, restoring them uh, to sort of give them clues as to, you know, what color of glass was used, what was the particular script that had been placed, you know, if sign was, had been, you know, terribly damaged, it may be the only last historical document left in that process. And so, um, yeah, I think it's, it's an important part of, of media, um, but also, you know, building up entrepreneurial tools and skills to kind of build social accounts. I mean, I know Neon's been a hot topic for a while. It, it continues to sort of generate, uh, a heavy stream of views. And I think that's why people gravitate towards it, but I could be wrong. Maybe there's uh, kind of give us, uh, you know, maybe some context as to what's sort of the, the entry point for you. Was it sort of the, the quality of neon? Do you just like kind of was walking around and taking some photos and decided this would be a good place to sort of, you know, um, pick apart in terms of like going yeah. in? Yeah. I mean, it's a it's an interesting question, and it's uh, definitely uh, uh, sort of a long story. But I'll try to keep it as uh, as concise as I I can. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, you know there's a lot of uh, I'm definitely you know not the the first person to document neon signs in and around Boston or New England. There's you know other people that have been doing it for a while, but it's something that uh, I actually got into relatively recently during uh, actually just sort of January of this past year, I was uh, in sort of the middle of the pandemic. And, you know, I'd been a photographer working in uh, the music industry for a long time, right up until everything kind of the world became sort of unrecognizable. And, uh, you know, I spent a lot of that year 
sort of readjusting to a life that I wasn't really familiar with as everybody was, but, uh, you know, it kind of, it really sort of, uh, it was an uninspiring time to, uh, to sort of shoot photos as a photographer. And especially with the, my principal source of, uh, subject matter being live music and concerts and stuff like that. The last thing I really wanted to think about when it came to photography was that sort of thing. So I'd kind of been, you know, going through a lot and it was, you know, the, the doldrums of winter, as you said, you've been in Boston, so you know what it's like in, in January when it gets dark at like four o'clock in the afternoon, it's just it's slightly gray. depressing. <laughs> gray all the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, the snow is turning like a gross brown color. It's no longer when this you said, majestic was there like one, Was there a particular moment, like a photo for you that you stepped back and said, you know, I like doing this. I kind of like your idea of, um, you know, we're in the middle of the pandemic and everybody's preaching about uh, these are desperate times. You got to get out there and just do things. And I think it's sort of dangerous if you're not prepared to maneuver in that environment. It may just be good to just sort of, uh, you know, spend time doing something creatively that you like to do, but not necessarily, you know, trying to, uh, you know, kind of win anybody over like, oh, I like doing this. Let me just see where this takes me. How much sure. of that kind of kid is in you like 100%, you know, are you just a fan of neon? And then I guess, you know, were you publicly saying to yourself, okay, well, we'll just see where this goes. You know, there's no really way of knowing until you kind of take enough photos of something. Is that kind of what you were thinking? Uh, yeah. I mean, in a way, it sort of developed into that, I suppose. I guess if there was one particular moment that sort of sparked my idea for this project was uh, I had just moved to out to Watertown, which is a you know suburb right outside of Boston. And I was driving by this diner on, uh, I think it's like Route 16 or something, but it's called the Watertown Deluxe Diner or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's a cool looking thing and I had this idea like maybe I'll go take pictures of diners or something like that that seems kind of cool so I had I started looking up diners and researching the history of it and I was like wow that's pretty interesting and sort of in that search <clears throat> excuse me I came across uh you know this whole community of people that uh you know took photos of neon signs and big retro roadside architecture stuff and I was like wow this is super cool so i kind of had this idea because i was you know at that time you know middle of the pandemic not really having a creative outlet i was just sort of driving around a lot listening to music just because i was you know kind of depressed well not kind i was you know i was depressed it was a depressing time mm -hmm. and uh, one of the ways i was you know just kind of dealing with it was just going on these long drives because it's like you couldn't really go anywhere anyway and it was before the vaccine had come about. So, you know, I'm like, I'll just stay in my car and all that. But I had this idea, you know, maybe if I take some pictures of some signs while I'm out driving around, I can turn this into something productive. And I thought, you know, there's, oh, there's one over in Somerville. Oh, there's another one over here. And I just started thinking about it. And then it kind of one thing led to another. I started researching it and seeing this community of people that, it was such a big thing in all of these neon sign makers and stuff. And I was, it was this whole sort of community that, you know, I didn't really know anything about, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to take some photos of, of neon signs around Boston. And I know there's some people that, you know, do it, but I'm going to try and do it, you know, my way and sort of create, you know, images that sort of show it off 
you know, in in a in an artistic light that I don't know <laughs> seems best to me, but sort of to what you were speaking of, uh, you know, the historical aspect of it is, you know, something I've come to appreciate, especially more with the research of it and seeing, you know, how big neon was as you know, a roadside attraction for businesses and all different types of things from this time period in American history that doesn't get a whole lot of coverage uh, when it comes to, you know, American history, what you're thinking about. And it's, uh, you know, it was something that <clears throat> I found, uh, you know, it's it's just something what, I became yeah, what more... You, I mean, and in terms of like, what are you looking for? I mean, there's so many signs in Boston. Let's just kind of dive back into that for a minute. Is that you know, look, I mean, you got motels, some restaurants, some liquor store. There's a huge diversity, I think, within what, what I see online, especially coming from sort of the Northeast, in that there's a lot of signs that need a lot of love. And also, it's kind of neat. There's a kind of, we talked about this too, is do you take photos in the day or do you take them at night? Somebody said, you know, look, I could spend all night trying to get that perfect photo, but there's something weirdly, you know, fondly interesting about taking these uh, pictures of these signs when they're not lit. And let's face it, some of these signs that you have on here are are no longer, you know, serviceable. I mean, they've been kind of out for a while or um, they might not be neon lit or neon facing, which is totally fine. I think you you take advantage of both, you know, certainly the typefaces that are there, the plastics that were used. I mean, say what you will about certain areas of signs where I mean, I'm sure everybody would agree they love it if it light up. But, you know, there's nothing yeah. you know wrong with taking photos of like maybe say the Eric. I think at the Erickson Fuel Company that I saw, I really love that one. It's, you know, it's it's a f kind of a funny mix of signs, but it, it makes sense, right? Because there isn't necessarily a, a one size fits all when I think of signage. I think no. it just really depends on the the business and what was available at the time, right? Yeah, it's uh, that's definitely been another sort of like subset of this project that I found interesting is the different types of businesses. A lot of uh, a lot of liquor stores I've noticed. Uh, a lot of, uh, but it's, it's definitely sort of distinct from sort of areas in, you know, Southern California and Arizona and the Southwest. And, you know, a lot of the other accounts that I follow, it's where they have these really big, you know, ridiculous signs in some cases. So in Boston, it's, uh, there's, there's definitely a lot of ones that have been, you know, fallen into disrepair and some that even just since the start of this project are no longer in existence. There's the, uh, the Flint cleaner sign in Alston is a, a big one that is very well known around that neighborhood in particular. And there was a strong storm that came through just, you know, a couple months ago and blew the whole thing down. So I'm not sure what the, the future is for that one, but sort of to answer your question about like day or night, there's a lot of times that, you know, I spend a lot of time for this project just kind of driving around. And if I see a sign that looks cool, I'll sort of think about when might be the best time to, to come back and get it. And there's, there's some that I'll see. see that's what's, like, a, what's a cool story of a, maybe say a business that has popped out or sticks out in your mind that you took a photo of, was there kind of a story that goes along with it that you were surprised or like a moment, maybe somebody came by and was like, you know, Hey, what the hell are you doing here? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> we talk about that from time to time, sometime with photographers, um, anything stick out as, as unusual or, or kind of offering up some sort of, you know, nostalgia factors. Uh, well, again, I guess it depends on the time of day. You know, there's there was a, a a night recently out in Boston where 
I was threatened with physical violence uh, by somebody who thought I was taking their picture, but I was like, nah, man, it's, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> but there are know, really, you know, it's just that. Yeah. Really. Yeah. No, there's, there's a lot of people when they see me out there, cause I usually just go by myself and they're, they're curious what I'm doing with a camera. And one that sticks out is uh, the Bertini's restaurant in Salem where I was at pretty recently. And I was just out front and, uh, you know, this sweet old woman comes up to me and she's like, oh, uh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I uh, I take pictures of road signs. And uh, she's like, oh, I'm uh, Mrs. Bertini you know, from the sign. And she points oh, wow. at it. And I was like, oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I so I got to talk to her a little bit and, you know, ask her about her business and the history of the sign and, you know, how it's and she, you know, she gave me a whole history of of both of them really, but it's, it was fascinating to kind of get a direct sort of thing. And then just from posting that online and kind of telling that story, cause I'll tell some stories with my posts, but other times I'll, you know, use song lyrics or tell crude jokes or, you know, kind of whatever I'm feeling like. But, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I told the story of, you know, how I met her and I find that a lot of people within, you know, these local communities, they, they know these businesses and they recognize these signs and, a lot of these things are, you know, personal to them in their own way. So it's, you know, that was a story of meeting somebody in person, but I'll get, you know, messages from people that have, you know, maybe moved away and been like, oh, I used to drive by that place and that I remember going there or something like that. So it's, you know, I found that it definitely means seeing, seeing the signs and posting the signs definitely means different things to different people. And those interactions where people, you know, share that stuff with me, is, uh, you know, I find those to be the most, you know, the coolest. Yeah. And, and also too, is that, you know, photography comes with a certain amount of skill set, but at the same time too, we all kind of have, we, we kind of all make up these excuses not to go out there and create, but, you know, I think with photography, as long as you kind of put yourself out there and, you know, there's so many different facets right now with, uh, social media and, and kind of growing, uh, a following, have you noticed, especially too, with other uh, you know, photographers within the sign community, you know, have you had any experiences with them? Has there been uh, kind of a cross communication, if you will? I mean, even if you did feel really well about taking that picture of the sign, do you hear from any of them at all? Or have you gotten to know them? Oh, yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of cool people that I've met both, you know, locally and, you know, around the country, sort of through this project, sort of, you know, neon sign makers and people that, you know, I've gotten to learn a lot about their work and sort of what they do other sort of photographers around here and uh you know all kinds of different people that are you know it's it's interesting to both kind of uh be inspired by some of the photographers some of their work and then you know kind of take different ideas of uh you know, like seeing a sign that, you know, maybe somebody else shoots out in a different part of the country and be like, oh, that's that's a cool way that they kind of use that technique. But sort of one of the things that I figured when I started this project was, you know, there's so many amazing photographers in Boston and they have, you know, br- amazing equipment and they do all of these things and create these amazing images <laughs> that I could never do. And then there's all of these amazing signs that I've seen in other parts of the country. So I kind of had it in my head. I was like, you know, I could take pictures of these signs around Boston. And I feel like the people that are, you know, really interested in the neon community 
might not have seen these signs as much and I don't even need to be the best photographer. So it's, it's sort of one of those things that it was like, you know, if it was, if, if I keep doing it, I feel like it can, it can build up. And if I, you know, I'm real, I really try to take a lot though, to, uh, to see what other people are doing too, because there's so many, you know, great artists and different people, uh, not just within the neon community, but just the local arts community too, that it's, uh, yeah, you know, I was I thinking, like, like, you, know, how do you, you know, how do you get past that is, is I think is, you know, the sort of the more recent exciting development, I think is in the community building side is, is sort of, uh, I've seen on photography is discord interaction. So uh, there's an incredibly popular platform for a lot of video game uh, folks out there, which is sort of a text chat platform that gets, you know, kind of its praise from the gaming community, but has since expanded into things like photography. And I've seen um, a lot of you know, sort of prominent neon photographers using it as an extension into that community. So inviting people and saying, hey, look, we're going to all come down and shoot this one particular sign or, you know, let's all go and sort of um, share our interests in this popular uh, sort of, you know, space over here. And I think it really helps um, expand, you know, I don't know if the word is. is yeah, is really yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Expand uh, community building. It's like with with all the different like technology platforms, it's it's kind of hard to keep track of, you know, exactly what everything is called and how everything evolves with it. But uh, yeah, I'm, that's that's something I'll have to look into. I mean, even with this, I, I'm still trying to get a website built. I have the neon sign of the times domain registered, but I'm still kind of working with that. I'm still sort of you know, just personally as a photographer myself, sort of trying to learn, uh, you know, just sort of where everyone's at and where everything is at. I feel like I'm sort of new to the whole kind of uh, game to it. I feel like the one thing I really know is sort of uh, social media because before, prior to sort of doing this, I, I ran a social media account for a, a music venue on the North Shore that had a, a sizable following. So when I you know, ceased working there. It was sort of you know, like, you know, I know how to, you know, generate sort of interaction on Instagram, but it's as I've kind of expanded and learned more about the neon community, definitely figuring out where people are at and, uh, you know, expanding out. And I, you know, it's definitely finding new people to interact with is always a, a cool thing. And if anybody is, you know, around the Boston area, always, down to have a beer with somebody so yeah well, i think that's part of it too is sort of inviting those uh conversations in it also two things i think about photographers now that really wasn't a thing maybe just i don't know a handful of years ago was um nfts which is non-fungible tokens which is um you know largely i think very important to artists you know i encourage them to to research what it is you know google nft it sounds like a a crazy uh, acronym but the enthusiasm around what you can do with sort of virtual currency and also um, being able to sell sort of the concept behind an image. Like you can actually digitally sell a group of images or, you know, a collection of particular photos. I mean, it's an, it's a unique aspect to digital assets that I don't think create, you know, really wasn't around until a variety of industries really adopted it, which is digital art. And the other one that comes up is sort of real estate collectibles but i think it's going to get very big very fast but you know it's still sort of a, a small part of this but 
um, I think any sort of art trading or uh, I'm thinking of like, you know, even like sign trading cards or like, yeah, know, I know it's uh, like a thing in like sports, like basketball trading cards, I know is a, a that's the only really reference point I have for it. But it's uh, yeah. And that part of that is, I think also, too, is is it helps distinguish between certain uh, pieces of art. So it's, a, it's really what it is. It's a digital certificate representing uh, like a, a particular asset. So just like you had a one of a kind rookie card, you could have one particular photo that would, you know, identify as a piece of art or a collection of like, maybe let's say a thousand photos in a year that were one particular sign. Um, I think people get confused as to what it is that they're doing. And I think, you know, if you want to go in that direction, that's perfectly fine, but it just get, it just offers another opportunity for digital artists and photographers to now go into that area of, you know, Hey, what, what, what could it be? Like you said, I mean, if I took one of these every single day, what would I end up with? Well, you know, you have, you know, your uh, kind of calendar year full of signs, which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. and from a, you know, from a shared perspective, I think people really want that. Someone out there wants, you know, uh, you know, a thousand photos of Route 16, you know, 66. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, they, 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 they pride themselves on, on liking these things. And I think, uh, you know, we, we, we want to see more of it too. And so it, it always comes down to, you know, well, what am I doing this for? And I don't think anybody likes this, but then you find out that, you know, there's all these other people that really dig it. So for know, sure, I, yeah. anyway, a host of, host of things going on for you. Um, musically, that sounds, you know, amazing. You've kind of got that going on as well as um, the website, which, or Instagram, I should say, is Neon Sign of the Times. Um, anything you want to hit on that you're up to, like, uh, want people to know about? Um, as far, I mean, yeah, Neon Sign of the Times dot com i guess uh, working on that one uh really it's uh you know i'm just i'm just sort of i see myself ultimately as what this project is is you know entertainment so you know like you were talking about with uh you know all these different avenues for you know artists and you know different things that people might be interested in like you know, ultimately what I see, what I'm trying to do is, you know, building connections between different sorts of things and, and being entertaining while I'm doing it. And sort of, I guess, as an artist or photographer, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking to, <laughs> to build things out a little bit more. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's the core of what it's about, whether it's, uh, you know, people connecting with the signs or people connecting with some of the stories that I've made in some of the posts, but I'm always trying to just, you know, keep it something that if you're going to be scrolling around on your phone, give people something interesting to, uh, to look at. Yeah. And I think that's a great sort of, uh, segue to what I think is important is that, you know, um, this idea of curation, I think a lot of people really enjoy sitting back and looking at all the signs and suddenly going out there and kind of seeing them for themselves to kind of just experience it online. And that's good enough. And so everybody doesn't need to know everything about signs, but, um, I think it kind of gives you a complete setup to kind of, you know, life after signs is that, you know, some people enjoy looking at signs as they sort of go to the graveyard, so to speak. And so, you know, what I think the takeaway is would be, you know, definitely um, is sort of a sense of networking, but also too, is just, um, you know, this idea, or I think the positive nature that you've established is going to be, you know, during these peak times of kind of time uh, to reevaluate is, is, is finding things you like to do. Uh, generally speaking, I think it comes through on the signs. 
especially all the different types of signs you've got so far and just the, the quality that uh, sort of I see happening. So for sure, I'm really yeah. happy to see your work, Craig, uh, take off. And um, more importantly, uh, check out the show notes, check out Craig's work. Um, and really, you know, as always, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thank you so much. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure to, to, to talk about it and, uh, yeah, just grateful for it. And I'll definitely just be out there posting more photos and, uh, yeah, just thank you. Appreciate it. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up and as always, thanks for listening.